Thank you, Pastor Brown, <clears throat> uh, and thank you, Brianna. And we are all so much looking forward to this uh, special occasion. Today is a high Sabbath, a special Sabbath. We have baptism, we'll have communion, we'll have fellowship lunch. So I hope you, you got someone to look over your pets and whatever you need, because we'll probably be leaving here around 3 or 4 p.m. No, not, not, not that long. But it's a privilege to be here. And uh, we thank God for this opportunity. I want to uh, greet the visitors we have here this morning, right? And uh, Pastor Jared Brown is, is accompanied by his wife, uh, Nova, and their daughter, Harmony, who happens to be in my son's class, right? They have just graduated uh, from elementary school. So congratulations, Harmony, as well. Uh, before I start the, the message today, which is going to be brief because of the service, I'd like to ask God's direction once again and the leading of his Holy Spirit. So please bow your heads with me as I pray. Father, once again, we thank you because uh, we are privileged to be here this morning. Out of all the places we could have chosen to go, we are here, and we know that you have a special blessing for us this morning. Now, Lord, as we open scripture and we study your message for us today, please open up our hearts and our ears, our minds, our eyes. May we see and understand what you have for us this morning. Bless every worshiper here, and I ask you these blessings in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Today's text talks about walking with Jesus, about being Jesus' disciple. And uh, some of what it means, right, to be a disciple of Christ. Many people in life would, would like to have the benefits of something without necessar necessarily realizing there is a cost to everything. I used to have a friend back in Brazil many years ago. And he used to say, you know, I want to... I want to get to the point where I can go to the beach, put my chair there, and sit down with my computer, my laptop, and manage uh, all my business from there, and make money, make money, and have a good life. Well, uh, it's not all that fancy, right? It takes a lot of work to establish yourself in life. Many people look at the royal family, for example, and they think of the royal family living in a castle and all the the pomp and everything, but uh, there is lots of exposure that they go through. There's lots of pressure that they go through. And I'm, I'm not even questioning here whether or not we should be pursuing those things. That's another matter. But usually, uh, or in everything rather, there is a cost to things. Things just don't happen like that. Now, somehow, this mindset that maybe you can get the benefits without necessarily paying the cost for it. Somehow that mindset has transferred into the Christian church, into Christianity as well. We all look for the assurance of salvation, but many overlook how high the cost was for the Son of God. Many would desire to have the benefits of Jesus' death on the cross, forgiveness and assurance of salvation, but they don't realize that they also have a cross to bear. 
Many aspire to gain the crown of life, as the book of Revelation says. But they don't want anything to do with suffering like Jesus did. But I tell you, my friend, this idea of the getting, uh, the get without the give, the idea of the gain without the pain, uh, it's not really biblical. You see, Jesus, Jesus has been crowned the Lord of glory, the King of glory, but he also wore a crown of thorns. So there is no crown without a cross. That's what the Bible shows. Now, that's not to say that you have to suffer, you have to uh, work your salvation, to do penance perhaps, so you can earn your salvation. That's not what I'm saying. That's salvation by works, and that's not biblical either. It's not about doing penance. It's not about self-punishment. It's not about salvation by works. But these things, even suffering in life, even difficulties, these things come as a consequence of your decision to follow Christ. You know, I could come up here today, this morning, and tell you that your decision to be a disciple of Christ will take you on a path that has no valleys whatsoever. It will take you on a path that has no downs. This path will only take you upward. And maybe you would go home today leaping for joy. That's the message I wanted to hear. Now my everything in life will be perfect and beautiful. But that illusion would not, would not last uh, 24 hours, not maybe not even a couple hours. Because life would prove, would prove that that kind of preaching, that kind of message is wrong. It's not true. It's not biblical. Anyone willing to be a disciple of Christ will have to, according to Jesus' words, will have to deny themselves, will have to take up his or her cross and follow Jesus. In fact... I don't have this text here, but it just comes to mind. Second Timothy chapter three, verse twelve. Second Timothy three twelve. The Bible says, Paul writing to Timothy, he says, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will will suffer what? Persecution. All those who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. That's just a natural consequence of turning yourself, turning your back to the world and following Jesus. So Jesus says here in Matthew 16, 24 to 27, Anyone desires, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. What is it to deny oneself according to the dictionary to deny oneself is to refrain from satisfying oneself now the verb here for deny is the same verb used to describe Peter's denying of Christ three times remember Peter denied Christ three times that's the same verb in the original Greek that Jesus is using here for deny yourself if you want to follow him. So what did, Je what did Peter do? Folks came up to him and, say, and said, well, 
I recognize you. You are one of his followers. You are a rounded man. And Peter said, I don't know what you're talking about. And they came a second time and said, no, you were one of them. You were war with the man. You were with the man. And Peter said, I do not know that man. And they came a third time to Peter and said, no, you certainly are one of them. I recognize you. You were with him. And Peter starts to swear and to curse and say, I don't know what you're talking about. I never saw that man. I never knew him. So that's the kind of denying that we need to do to ourselves if we want to follow Jesus. The dictionary says that deny means to refuse to admit the truth or the existence of. So you are to refuse to admit that you even exist. You are to deny your own desires. You are to deny your own wishes. But to refuse to acknowledge yourself. To refuse your own desires. That's hard, isn't it? But that's something that you and I have to do. Because Jesus says, you have to deny yourself. Jesus didn't say, I will deny yourself. I will deny you for yourself. I will do that for you. That's something you and I have to do. And that's not an easy thing. To refuse to give in to yourself, to your desires. But think about that. Why not say no to yourself? Why not refuse your own desires if that's what Jesus is asking of you? Wouldn't that be great? If every time we are tempted, every time we feel like giving in, we think, well, Jesus asked me to do differently. Jesus asked me to deny myself and I'll do that for him. I will refuse to, to seek my own pleasure in whatever it is. And I'll refuse, I'll, I'll, I'll stand firm and tall for him. Now Jesus also said that one should deny themselves. And that we should also take up our cross. What is it to take up our cross? I know that when I say each one of us has a cross to carry... We immediately think of, you know, problems in life and difficulties and maybe one thing that's really hard that we, we carry along our lives and we have to deal with that. There is no way around it. And that's true. That's one of the senses. But there is more to this idea that Jesus brings here of carrying your cross. Take up your cross. Because, you know, friends, we all have problems. Problems we all have. We all have things that uh, we, we would never really sign, for, sign up for if we had the choice. But they come. They come with the situations in life. They come with our job. They come with the spouse we choose for life, the, the person we marry. Uh, they come with the children we have. Problems just, just come up. That's life. So taking up our cross brings us back to the same idea of denying oneself. Because you think Jesus said, take up your cross. And in the Jewish mindset, when they heard that, they thought of those people who had actually, effectively died on a cross. 
who had been killed by the Romans and had been impaled or hung on a cross or hanged on a cross. And then Jesus says, take up your cross. But not every disciple of Jesus died on a cross. So Jesus meant something else. Jesus didn't say, take up my cross. He didn't say, take up someone else's cross. Take up your cross. I'm going to take up my cross and you're going to take your and there in the garden of Gethsemane, Jesus said, Father, not my will, but yours be done. So we must be willing to do the same. Day after day to deny ourselves. To take up our cross. To forget about our own desires. And to be willing to be a follower of Jesus through the end. No matter what it takes. That's the message I'd like for you to be thinking about today. There are many ways where you can honor God. And today we have a few, few examples here. We have Brianna's baptism. We'll have communion. We'll have the foot washing where Jesus knelt down and he went low and he washed the disciples' feet. And we are encouraged to do the same today. We were encouraged to follow Christ in everything, humbling in ourselves, denying in ourselves. You're encouraged to support and embrace Brianna as she starts her, uh, she continues her walk with Jesus, but now as a, a member of the church. You're encouraged to participate in communion and partaking of the symbols of the emblems of the body and of the blood of Christ he shed for us. Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? What will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. To be willing to daily die to himself, to daily die to himself, to be willing to follow Jesus wherever he goes is, is what the Christian lifestyle is all about. It's not an option. It's something that we must do every day because we are his followers.